0: Welcome to Christian Warrior Women, the number one spot for women desiring the real, raw truth. How to live in confidence without doubt. The battle for your identity, faith, and courage in relationships, health, and wealth with God is real. Here is Lisa Hawkins, author, coach, and minister. Hi, this is Lisa Hawkins, and welcome to Christian Warrior Woman. Today, I want to talk about an area of emotional healing that many women struggle with, and we never really admit it to other people. And so what is the subject for today? We're going to talk about how to break free from negative emotions. And I'm going to narrow in on a particular negative emotion. So let's, let's, let's um, get comfortable, get your journal, your Bible and your pen. And let's talk about how we can move and overcome painful situations. Because they are a part of life, but your perception of these situations makes all the difference. So if you're holding on to painful memories and feelings, these are very likely keeping you from leading a healthy and faithful life negative emotions such as fear and heartache not only affect your your ability to think and your your relationships but they can affect your body and your mind leading to dysfunctional relationships depression stress and guess what even disease so it's important to not only be aware of your emotions but also what you can do to release them. What are some of your triggers? So what I'm going to talk about today is I'm going to help teach you in this short snippet of how to let go of the past and live the life you deserve with practical, truthful applications. So since you're listening and following the podcast, you're already demonstrating the courage to make this transition, to move from maybe feeling defeated or feeling overwhelmed and stressed. So let's begin. So how do we identify negative emotions? Well, many times we can wake up and know that we kind of already bring doom and gloom to our day. You may have probably noticed that anger and fear make your heart beat faster and your neck muscles might tense up. Maybe you get goosebumps or chills around certain people, or maybe your blood pressure just rises. And these reactions are ways that your body is telling you that you're under duress. I know someone that their teeth even chattered when they got angry. So I don't know about you. Have you ever just saw your lips move a different way? Because your body is experiencing and sending signals that we're under stress. So, constant anger causes stress on your heart physically, emotionally, which can lead to even cardiac arrest. Whew, I don't know too many people worth me getting that angry at that level. Arguing with someone for long, for a long time can lead to exhaustion. Have you ever been there? They're not getting it. You're not getting it. Sometimes you just have to walk away and let it go. You should take heed and protect yourself from these corrosive, damaging emotions. What is the enemy after to rob, steal and destroy? And when we allow ourselves to engage in anger, often and much, Or what are we doing? We're slowly possibly killing ourselves. We're slowly putting stress upon our heart. We're slowly putting stress upon our walk with Christ. And what is that stress doing? It's stealing, it's diminishing, it's lowering our ability to be free. And what are we doing? We're burdening ourselves down with bottling up negative emotions. It can also cause, believe it or not, nausea, headaches, rashes, sorry to tell you this, even constipation, (laughs) dry throat, bloating, like we need another ounce or another pound, headaches, as I mentioned, and difficulty sleeping. Oh, I can definitely attest to this because I have experienced, unfortunately, all of these emotions at one point in time when I was angry in the workplace, um, or angry about not being treated fairly or validated or discriminated against, um, so when you notice these symptoms, try not to determine the reason. People suffering from this often visit doctors for relief, but very seldom is there a pathological cause for these symptoms. You go to the doctor and they like, say, "Well, everything 's fine, your blood's good, your da da da, maybe now and then your blood pressure may be raised." But they can't always evaluate the emotional um, negativity that's affecting your pain from your mind, unless possibly it is a psychological type of evaluation. But I remember going to the doctor because I was having panic attacks, and it felt like I was having a heart attack, and the heart attack didn't, um, they had to give me then medication to try to keep me calm. So it is important if you're angry, depressed, or anxious, it's important to find out why and to do something about it. And that's what Christian Warrior Woman, the book, is really about. It's, a, it's about my journey in and through this struggle and how I try to work it out on my own, with God, on my own, trying to figure it out. And then I finally released and allowed God To walk me through this troubling time. Why do we hold on to pain and anger? Oh, we could be here a long time, couldn't we? But I want to today, because we're going to talk about um, anger um, and symptoms of anger and why we hold on to it throughout this week. So tomorrow, if you stay tuned, we will have part two and part three. But I want to identify um, anger. I want to identify three types of anger and see where you may fall in this definition. So let's first, and I'm literally doing this in live time, let's get a definition for anger, okay, so that We can all start from the same place. So anger is a strong feeling of annoyance, displeasure, or I'm adding this, flat out hostility. So I'm assuming if you're human, you've been annoyed, you've been displeased, and you may have just gotten hostile. Okay, And so when we think of those terms... We need to think about what are some of the things that lead us to anger. And I'm going to talk on this loosely because we're going to talk more about it in the days to come. There are many common triggers for anger, such as losing your patience, feeling as if your opinion or efforts aren't appreciated, and injustice. I felt all three of those many times, and I'm sure... Many of you have as well. Other causes of anger include memories of traumatic or enraging events and worrying about personal problems, which I'm going to put in their money, whether it's through divorce, whether it's through maybe um, your children's dad not supporting and providing the financial support needed, and maybe you're stretching yourself and feeling overwhelmed that can easily lead you to anger. But there's also can be a personal history that feeds your reactions to anger as well. Sometimes people have grown up around parents who are volatile and angry all the time or alcohol or drugs that can lead individuals to be hostile and angry all the time. So today I want you to soak in and think of in your journal, what, are, what do you believe, out of what I just listed, is maybe your trigger that has brought you, when you look at the definition of annoyance, what are the things annoying you? Because believe it or not, you could be being annoyed at the workplace, but you can't maybe lash it out at the workplace, but it gets released at home maybe with a simple question from a child or your husband, spouse, or even a friend, can trigger you into this anger when they may have only asked you to pass the salt or why don't we have any soda left? And your mind goes to, I work all these days. I do all of this stuff and you're going to ask me about soda? You could have gotten soda yourself. But when you just look at the argument about soda, you're like, all I asked was if we had soda. But the real problem wasn't the soda. The real problem was your annoyance and your hostile um, emotions that have been bottled up and held in that you couldn't express at the job because you did not want to get fired. So when when you're thinking of your list, I want you to put them in three different areas. What are areas that just annoy you that happen constantly, whether at the workplace? What's a displeasure that you find in your life? And what is something that that you're just hostile toward? maybe maybe you go to church and you have to see an ex-boyfriend and in the church, and so by going to the church every Sunday, you might bump into this person that just brings up the pain that they've caused you. It could be even a family member, maybe a family reunion, or over the summer. You have to face someone that may have done something that brought you ill will or hurt you in some kind of way. Or maybe it's even going to your job knowing you're not being paid a proper wage and you're being overlooked for promotion. And you have to sit here and maybe report to someone who knows a little bit of nothing and you have to still do the work. That would be frustrating. That would create that bottled up kind of anger within you. So let's, where we're headed is, how do you deal with this? So how do you deal with anger? So today I'm going to talk about three types of anger and want you to really choose which one would describe you, okay? And what are the three types? This passive aggression, open aggression, and assertive anger. Okay. So I'm going to read the definitions of these three. Passive aggression. But the the key just before I start, the key of why I want to share these three, because it'll help you shape how we react in a situation that makes us angry. There are things that are going to happen in life that we're not going to be pleased about. And we can express that we're not pleased about them. But we don't want them to get to such a volatile state that what people see is our anger and the rage versus seeing our displeasure, our suggestion on how to improve it. You know, there's a big difference in my speaking calmly and explaining to someone that I choose not to have sugar in my tea. But if I start yelling and saying, why are you putting the sugar in my tea? Didn't I tell you not to put in my? What are they now focused on? The level of my voice, the intensity of my words and not the fact that I don't want sugar in my tea. So but as women, in many cases, our way of communicating is not always direct. It doesn't always assert But many times it just reflects emotion, um, whether in tears or whether in yelling, and it doesn't reflect our true desire. Now, I would love to tell you this is how, this is the only way that Lisa communicates when she is angry. I wish I could tell you that. But I am learning, especially in the last few years, on how to allow things that I don't agree with, to not be bottled up, to find a way to assertively or professionally share I don't agree. And if the other party wants to not see my point, that's okay. We can agree to disagree. And I'm allowed and they're allowed to have their own opinion. Now, I do have some people who they, the devil, will use to throw in an added bonus. That you tell them, well, you can choose to have your opinion, I can choose to have mine. And then the devil will add an insult. Because, and um, this doesn't happen to me regularly, but it has. And I've seen it happen to other people. Where someone made the comment, well, if you want to choose to, you know, believe something that's stupid, then I'll let, you, I'll let you stay with your opinion. Or if you want to choose to be in the dark, or if you want to choose, and so what I'm saying to you, if you use those words when someone diff- differs from your opinion, then that's not a Christian position because you're insulting the person for them. Their life experience has led them to want to stay in that place and they have, a, they have a right to stay there. So don't insult them by letting the argument end with adding the insult to do more injury. Oh, so you don't, you don't want to believe in God? Well, I guess I won't say anything. You just go to hell. Well, that's not really love, is it? Right? And how many, whether you've said it or others have said it or implied it, we can say that many times. So what could be something better to say? Well, I know that I have bore witness to you at the truth. I have to let the Lord do the rest. That would be a way to end it without making it such a hell damnation burn for eternity type of end. Okay. So let's talk about passive aggression. Many don't like to admit that they are angry, especially Christians, because that would not make them seem holy enough, would it? Because they don't like confrontation. This is called passive aggression. This comes out in things like becoming silent when you're angry, sulking, procrastinating, putting stuff off that you need to do and pretending everything is fine. Passive aggression comes from a need. What's the need? A need to be in control. Want a hand with dealing with it? Uh, well, I have been passive aggressive on some of the things the Lord has called me to do. Because for me, I can't control what God is doing. But believe it or not, neither can you. I almost want to laugh. Because most of us live thinking we can. And we listen to messages from people who tell us, read this scripture, pray this prayer, have this person anoint you with oil. You will travel hundreds of miles if you think that there is somebody in Timbuktu that can get you what you want, because that's you trying to be in control, even with using other people that someone else has deemed worthy to to fix your situation. And so procrastinating, sulking. Oh, so I I have been that too. And so in all of these, I'm sure we have been possibly at one point or another. So what's another form is open aggression. So on, on this hand, many people have a tendency to lash out in anger and rage becoming physically or verbally aggressive, and can oftentimes hurt themselves or others. This is called open aggression. This comes out in fighting, bullying, blackmailing, accusing, shouting, bickering, sarcasm, and criticism. Open aggression comes from a need to be in control as well. Want a hand at dealing with open aggression? Hmm. That that I've been that too. You you might be saying, "Oh yeah, I've I've done that too, Lisa." You know, check checkmate there. Checkmate. We got two out of three so far. Not not doing too good, are we? So assertive anger. The healthy way to deal with anger is being controlled and confident, talking and listening, and open to help in dealing with the situation. This assertive anger can help relationships grow. It means thinking before you speak. I would also add, when we say thinking, that we're hearing, because sometimes, well, I was thinking. No, thinking of your response of what they're saying to you is not listening. And sometimes an area that helps us with this is to repeat what someone has said to you. So that you sometimes not only do you need to hear it again, but they need to hear it again. Because I would ask you and you probably would agree with me, how many times have you repeated something to someone and they said, Oh, no, that's not what I meant. What if you hadn't asked? then everything your actions and what you're thinking and your thoughts and maybe even being wounded about wasn't even what they thought they said. So what I've learned to do, and I have to put this more and more in practice and remind myself, and also especially when people are saying things you know you might not really agree with, you really want to listen because there's a nugget in there. And if we just start sending off those negative ions and those negative um, nerve endings, we're just seeing escape, get out, ignore this person. And we really, even people we don't agree with, we want to hear what they're saying. I always say there is something to learn, excuse me, in no matter what conversation you're having, whether you're learning about the person You're learning about their thoughts or their actions or their behaviors or their faith. Or even if they're even someone that you want to legitimately listen to, there's always something that we want to hear. So it means thinking before you speak, being confident in how you say it, yet open and flexible to the other side. It means being patient, not raising your voice communicating how you are feeling emotionally and really trying to understand what others are feeling. When you deal with anger, assertively, you demonstrate that you are mature and care about your relationships and yourself. Forgiveness is always important if a person has apologized for making you angry or if you realize that the situation isn't worth it. Be open to forgive And willing to be forgiven and forgive yourself. This will help you to calm down and help you with relationships for them to flourish, especially in the workplace. Because you both already know that you need to be professional. So I would assume there's certain language and certain tone and certain volume that you automatically know not to use imagine if we can maybe do this in our personal lives, especially women in relationships with men. You know, think about if a woman yells and is angry often, what that man really does when you start yelling, and you really start being angry. They tune you out. Men as a whole don't really hear what you're saying and you're yelling and screaming. And so the whole point of you yelling is because you're already frustrated and angry that you're not being heard or not being valued. So the worst thing you can do to amp up with how you're already feeling, because now you're doubling down on now you're really going to get ignored by raising the voice is to catch your breath. And to be quite honest, is you might need to go pray and allow yourself to relax and to breathe. Because what do we need to do? What we talked about earlier, we need to bring our heart rate down. We need to bring a calmness and we don't want to talk out of emotions. Hurtful, painful things happen when we talk out of emotions. And I'm talking to myself right now, but I have to remind myself of that. And I'm doing, I'm doing so much better in these last years of just catching myself being enraged not that I don't slip every now and then but being enraged on on holding or biting my tongue what's left from not saying sometimes what I feel whether in church out of church with people I do I work with a business with a client sometimes you just I just give a blank look because I'm really relaxing and I'm really not going to respond to something that I know that can only make me upset, whether it's someone in harming a pet or not caring for a pet properly, or, you know, just someone that is insensitive about comments or things they might say. Does that make sense? So when we talk about being assertive, does that mean, as you can tell from all of these, that means this is through the anger that you decide on your behavior. And I wish that I could tell you, you could just do this all on your own. You got this in control. But no, you need God for this. And you need to be repentive. And the thing that I find that works the best is I'm not going to tell you just go run and read this scripture is just to stop. It's just to stop. And just let the person know also that you know what this conversation is headed in a direction that's not comfortable for me. And it's not worth us risking saying something inappropriate to one another. So why don't we just table this for another time? Or why don't we just drop it? Because I want to continue enjoying our visit or our conversation, and I don't believe this is going to help. And so if I ask you which one that falls under, it would be the assertive. None of us are perfect, and that doesn't mean because you hear this today that you're going to go out and you're going to do it right every time. But the whole point of the podcast is to make you aware of choices that we make each day that we can choose to not hold on to. So there may be also in your journal, there may be people in your lives that you might be angry with. Have you ever thought of you're angry with someone and you can't even remember what you're angry about because it was so long ago? And some of you saying, no, Lisa, I remember. Well, guess what? if you're holding on to remembering, you need to forgive, and you need to pray to God to forgive this person because believe it or not, you're holding unforgiveness against that person is hurting you It's not hurting them. You are blocking blessings, and you are blocking um your success, your money your happiness and your health. Because we just talked about what it affects, right? This person that may have done something you 10, 12 years ago may not even remember and may not even care is still determining your fate and is still affecting your daily life and also could be shortening your life. I don't think there's anybody no matter how horrific they may think they may have done to you, is worth you spending another minute of giving them power over your life. And so today, I just want you to bring those folks before the Lord and whatever they have done, that you just confess to God that you have not been able to let this go, but today that you are deciding to no longer let them hinder or hamper your relationship with God, or your um, financial prosperity, your relationships, or just peace in your spirit. And that you ask God to remove it and fill it with love and say a prayer for that person, that they can come to know God for themselves and so that they never choose to do this to another person. And so free yourself Freedom half the time comes from us making the choice to be free. And I want you to choose today to be free of past anger and to operate in the workplace, in your home, and in future relationships in an assertive manner where you can speak calmly, get your point made, and be done. That's where we're going to end today And tomorrow, we're going to keep doing the dive to dig up and root out anger and the deep-seatedness of how it brings destruction to our lives. God bless you. And I pray that you continue to use your journal for notes and any thoughts that come to mind about this subject. I want you to really just think about how can I, Move in a different direction and allow the Lord to bless me and to not let someone else hinder me. Love you and talk soon. Wants to offer you a free gift from her Amazon best selling book, Christian Warrior Women, at ChristianWarriorWomen.com. For information, contact Lisa at LisaHawkinsAuthor.com.